0: This is At The Table. I'm not the one playing the banjo, uh, but I'll explain in a minute. Uh, You know, last week we had Steve Lee, uh, a new friend of mine who has been going around the country making dinners for people. He's done 259 dinners in 50 states, and the mission of his project, which is on lemobilefeast.com, is trying to understand the country better after basically not recognizing the country he was living in in the 2015-2016 election cycle. A, a feeling that I think many of us have shared since then. And and one of the things that I love about having this conversation and you being a part of it is that we have talked so much about hospitality, about connecting with friends, about making those moments And making sure that they're important and that we're taking with us something that's valuable. And whether it's new friends like Steve Lee or old friends like the one I'm about to introduce to you, uh, I have been really lucky to have some great examples of hospitality and the best parts of this moment in politics in my life. And so I want to introduce Andrea Peterson, who beyond just being a good friend of mine, is a freelance journalist, artist, and musician. She uh, has been working on a very cool project that I want her to describe to you in just a few minutes. But first off, Andrea, thanks for spending some time with me on At The Table. Thanks
1: so much for having me, Jared. It's always fun to be at your table. I think I was actually at the very first of the meatball dinners, which I frankly brag about a lot. I know Matt and I, uh, my husband, have made it out to dozens of them now, which we're very proud
0: of. (laughs) And explain to people where you go about an hour and a half into every single meatball dinner.
1: Yeah, this is true. I eat myself into a food coma pretty regularly and almost always retire to the basement uh, to go sleep on a couch about an hour and a half after dinner starts so everyone else can hang out while I am napping. I can't really do that right now because of the state of your basement, but you know that I can commiserate at least on the reno front.
0: (laughs) So both of us are dealing with home renovations, but that's not why I wanted to talk to you today. It's because both of us are dealing with this political moment in a very similar way, which is we have tried to find a little bit of an outlet for some of the parts of us that were, I'm going to say constricted in our previous roles. And I i invite you to agree or disagree with the choice of word there.
1: I'm going to agree. So I have been reporting for the past almost almost decade, Uh, but doing journalism and really felt that I wasn't able to fully process everything that I was reporting on just through that purely professional lens. Um, I, over the past year or two, I've started to sort of get back into music, which is not a thing that I'd really touched for Probably since I was in middle school, honestly, I used to play the violin. I don't play the violin now. I very, very, I do a very uh, beginner job on the banjo in Mid Mountain, uh, which is my feminist folk band here. Uh, and as I've sort of transitioned into being an independent writer or an artist and musician, and focusing more and more of my time on that, uh, I've started to look for to look to it as an outlet for how I'm processing everything that's going on. Uh, And that's sort of where Room for More came from. Uh, Room for More is a festival that is coming up here in D.C. Our first show is Friday, which I'm kind of freaking out about.
0: Friday the 13th, which is an auspicious date to begin any project.
1: Certainly. Uh, But Friday the 13th at Dwell here in Washington, D.C., we're going to have three bands who are going to kick off a series of shows throughout the month. Um, at different venues across dc all raising money for immigrant families together which is a group that works on direct action responses to the current administration's immigration policies things like literally paying the bail to get people out of immigration detention helping them connect with legal services uh and i really got to a point in my reporting career where I was working on, I've always worked on fairly difficult topics. I spent a lot of time working on cybersecurity stuff and let me tell you, like if anything will make you anxious, it's knowing that there's another data breach just around the corner. Uh, (laughs) Literally every corner, like look around guys, they're right there. But. I started doing a lot more work on immigration over the past year, uh, including some work on how Amazon was pitching its facial recognition technology to ICE and literally how our government is deploying solitary confinement and isolation as punishment towards people in immigration detention uh And frankly, increasingly towards people who have mental health problems where it can exacerbate those problems and lead to really horrific, tragic outcomes. I will suggest that Jared link off to stuff somewhere about this. Uh, But I'm not here to relive all of that vicarious trauma because I've already lived all that vicarious trauma.
0: And there is a lot. And one of the things that I'm so grateful that you're being honest about here and kind of real about is that we, I I try very hard to be open and honest about the ways in which the work that I was doing, that we were doing, affects us. And not that we should ever be the story, because frankly, our point of view is less relevant, but the idea that the work that we're doing induces the kind of trauma only speaks to the atrocities themselves that we are reporting on, which need to be, I think, framed in that lens, which is even just talking about these things, even just learning about them is awful, which is terrible for us as the people who were conveying the message, but you can understand why people disengage when we, as the, the messenger, were feeling pretty killed to begin with.
1: Really, the fact that these are hard topics to investigate speaks more to the true horror of what's going on I'm almost to the point where my reporting has radicalized me to take more direct action which is really what room for more is about Uh, I'm part of a DC DIY music group and I gosh maybe two months ago Uh, put out just a note being like hey I have started processing some of my feelings about this current political moment with regards to human rights abuses in the immigration system through songs like are other people doing that how can like could we leverage this in some way to make something good come out of it and the response was really frankly overwhelming uh it got me into organizing for it it like the responses were just yes yes i'm also thinking about this i'm also looking for a way to feel like i can contribute and help and make a statement about how these policies are unfair about how they don't reflect the America that I thought that I lived in. So, as I said, I started organizing uh, a lot of Google forms, (laughs) a lot of emailing, a lot of reaching out to venues. And with the help of a bunch of other people, I don't want to make this sound like it's a purely like Andrea uh, vanity project because we have more than a dozen musical acts who are doing shows with us throughout the month just trying to Find a way to use that sort of devastation, moderated with inspiration, that this time is giving us for a construct to a constructive
0: end. That's of course what I've been trying to do with this conversation. Is you you talk about, and I want to get to this. uh, you, You know, your reporting has radicalized you. I certainly feel what I was doing at the on the White House beat wasn't even. Radical. It was just trying to report objectively, but that wasn't what people were interested in uh, in in a previous employer situation. And I know that what you talked about about you know having these moments where you felt called to action. And one of the things that I try to do, I I, I always talk about this. I I hate presenting problems without presenting solutions. And what I love about this conversation is that we are talking about a solution. If you have a creative bone in your body, and even if you don't, you can help try to organize something like this, whether it's uh, electorally significant or just channeling people's angst about immigration and refugees or any other issue. I know that's what Room for More is the focus of, but wherever people are, however people are hearing this, and whatever they give a damn about, they can feel motivated because it's not just devastation and then disengagement it's something beyond that and you've really done something here with that and i and i want to talk about that so room for more is a concept that you've been putting together and will now be a series of five shows in the district in the next couple of weeks the topic of being radicalized at our previous job
1: i know we need to talk about it later okay
0: i am going to i am going to We're <laughs> I am going to, in the spirit of at the table, I am going to table it, and we will talk about that at a future date, because I feel like there is an entire um, let the bridges I burn light our way conversation where we can have a more productive conversation about that. I would love to have that, and I'm sure that there are at least a few people who are listening to this who would be very interested in that. But let's focus on what's happening this month, because that is why I wanted to have this conversation with you. So I'm just going to read off of some facts. Um, if people are hearing this before Sun, uh, Saturday, the 28th of September then you may have a show that you can, uh, 2019, I should say, (laughs) because this will live on forever. Uh, If you were hearing it before then, there's a show in the District of Columbia that might be improved by your attendance. But Friday the 13th at Dwell in Trinidad, DC, Saturday the 14th at Spacey Cloud Lounge in Adams Morgan, Saturday the 21st at Boundary Stone in Bloomingdale, Thursday the 26th at the Dewdrop Inn in Brookland, Uh, Saturday the 28th at Pie Shop, which I uh, remember as the place that sells dangerously delicious, but they call themselves Pie Shop, a 1 p.m. matinee. You've got five shows lined up over the next few weeks. What is the theme? Why are you getting these? I know you just said that this was the the, kind of the all-points bulletin that you asked for, but why did people respond yes?
1: I think people responded yes because there's a real hunger and desire to do something other than in tune out to feel like you are part of a community responding to this frankly like very unique and i think very traumatic political moment by taking action as opposed to just letting it this time pass and watch things get worse i think that there's a lot of value to also building community around these things that still bring you joy even in fairly dark times um music for me has become a way to translate a lot of the feelings that i have about how things that are, are going on and you know sometimes a very abstract way and sometimes in a very literal way uh Room for More, the title actually sort of came out of a lyric for one of the songs that I've been writing for what is now in sort of my head, my immigration-themed EP. (laughs) But also, it's really, I think, about banding together to be honest about that we as a country do have room for more and reminding everyone that immigrants are our friends, our family, Families, our neighbors, our bandmates—that's uh, literally true for a number of people in Room for More. Uh, you know, one of the performers, uh, Freddie, who's the drummer for Hostile Array, who'll be playing at our final show on the 28th. That Paisha up uh, has been here since he was 18 months old. Uh, and has temporary protected status because he immigrated here from El Salvador. The administration is fighting to end temporary protected status for people from El Salvador, and his legal immigration status could be... terminated as early as January Uh, so I think this also helps us sort of connect and recognize the ways that these policies are affecting the people that we know, the people that we care about and that they aren't just they aren't just headlines these are real people and they are people that we as a culture and we as a society if we believe in human rights have a responsibility to stand up for or, and stand up with.
0: See, this is the part of our mutual, and I said I wouldn't get into this, but I want to get into it a tiny bit, our mutual old jobs that was so constricting, and I'll use that word again, because I can feel, and I hope people who are hearing this can feel, how devastated you are with the truth of what's happening right now. And I feel it, too. And having to not talk about it in this context was... it, I mean, taking constriction to its logical endpoint, it felt like I was in a straitjacket every single day because there was no way to report on this objectively to say that the sky was the color that it truly was without being or conveying in some way the extremity of it the enormity of it and i feel like that is something that you can do so well in art and i'm really glad that you and these other these other musical acts are choosing to do that
1: yeah and you know it's honestly been a really hard straitjacket to break out from and (laughs) i'm still doing pursuing some investigations and some journalistic reporting but at the same time i really feel like the last few years and we're having this conversation now how many times have we had this conversation with our friends who are still in mainstream media privately but who don't feel like publicly they can say things are this bad I am worried I really feel like one of the reasons I'm becoming so much more involved in arts and music is because I am able to express in a fuller way the extremity of the situation that we're finding ourselves in. I don't think that just talking about both sides of an issue really is portraying the full gravity of the situation that we found ourselves in. I if you're reporting on both sides of us having concentration camps on the board, or like one of those sides is in favor of the concentration camps. And yet a lot of news outlets don't feel comfortable calling them that.
0: Yeah, I mean, despite the fact that, you know, it's pretty obvious what what they are and what they're doing. And, you know, people are dying in them uh, and being held potentially indefinitely. So for people who are hearing this, I promise you, Andrea and I have been talking shop for years now through multiple uh, you know, job transitions and other things. Uh, I feel like that has to, at some point, come into a conversation that we can share in an episode here, and I look forward to doing that soon. In the meantime, for people who are in D.C. in the next several weeks, again, on Friday the 13th at Dwell, Saturday the 14th at Spacey Cloud Lounge... Saturday the 21st at Boundary stone Thursday the 26th do drop in and Saturday the 28th at pie shop. I would recommend to them uh, some of the acts I am not cool enough to there are acts including trash boat and the ambush. I don't see I'm not or or Zen warship. Uh, I don't know any of these acts but I'm assuming they are all wonderful Jared you know at least one of the acts because I'm performing <laughs> Yes but that doesn't make me any cool well okay now I've insulted you that doesn't necessarily make me any cooler and I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it I'm actually going to stand here in your home and insult you
1: I am used to that because we are <laughs> friends <laughs> Uh, But if you want more details about all of these, including uh, accessibility notes and the full lineups for all of the shows, they're all fantastic. Uh, You can head to www.roomformorefest.org where we've got the full lineup. I also have included a page that's essentially just a how-to on how to do your own benefit concerts because this is, frankly, new territory for me. I just started doing this because I had the time and the inclination. And I learned a few things along the way. But more than anything, I learned that if you want to do this, you can do this. (laughs) And I think that you should want to do something like this. Even if it's scary or stressful to think about pulling something like all of this together, know that it's actually not that hard. (laughs) It's not that hard. You can do it, and in the process of doing it, you can help build a community of people who share a lot of your interests, share a lot of your passions, and who want to help.
0: And who share, frankly, a lot of your values. Uh, which I know that's a word that's been um, kind of uh, has a a flag staked in it from one side of the political uh, uh, aisle, but uh, I think very much needs to be reclaimed. Uh, I am really glad that we are having this conversation because we have been talking about our values since you started coming around our table. And uh, this is, I feel like, such a natural outgrowth of all the many talents that you have. And so I am really glad to see this coming to fruition. I'm looking forward to going to at least one or two of these shows in the next few weeks. And I would encourage people to do the same. Roomformorefest.org The the information will also be in this episode. I'll make sure to have all those links available. That way I don't have to uh, try to type out band names like Donathon uh, because I'm sure that those people are very talented but I do not know how to spell that Uh, because radio people never never learn how to spell anything I want to end this conversation Andrea uh, with a song because you have your banjo here you've played it a little bit uh, at the beginning of this conversation and I know that when we talk about Room for More it comes from a song that you've put together and I'd like people to be able to hear that so can I introduce you uh, as the first musical act at the table
1: uh, I guess we are doing this. Yes. Okay,
0: uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, w- wait, uh, you are only half of Mid Mountain, right? Like this is.
1: Uh, I'm half of Mid Mountain, but it's sort of like a Stephen Merritt magnetic field situation. <laughs> to be on. Uh, uh,
0: pretend like I don't know what that is because I'm not cool. You
1: should really start listening to the magnetic fields, Jared. Um, this is a personal failing, and I hope you'll work on it.
0: I don't really like to improve, but that's fine. <laughs>
1: Mid Mountain is my stage name, generically for a lot of my stuff. But I've been joined by a lot of talented friends who helped me figure songs out, including for our first EP, my friend Andrew Reiner, friend and former Think Progress colleague. If we wanted to, uh, like, dive down the entire Think Progress boat, but that sounds like another episode.
0: Yeah, let's talk about someone who was talking about, you know, supporting investigative journalism and also unions, and then decided to lay off an entire staff, including some of our very talented friends no let's not get into that right now instead uh let's do that another time in the meantime for the very first time on at the table uh ladies and gentlemen mid-mountain
2: opportunity stolen for you and me has room for more has room for more but our tax dollars are locking children away yes our tax dollars are locking children away oh don't don't look away built on revolution and mutiny our diversity is our key it's at our core it's at our core but our tax dollars are locking children away yes our tax dollars are locking children away oh don't don't love. Hatred and lunacy, where is our unity? When will we roar? When will we roar? Not our tax dollars. No, that's not why we pay. Not our tax dollars. No, that's not why we pay yay yeah, we won't won't look away.
0: Again, that's Andrea Peterson, otherwise known as Mid Mountain. And I'm Jared Rizzi, and this is At the Table. The song was Room for More, and that is also the name of the music festival that she is organizing over the next few weeks in Washington, D.C., roomformorefest.org. Andrea Peterson, thank you for spending some time with us on At the Table, and thank you so much for the energy, the passion, and, frankly, for breaking out of that straitjacket, because we need you out here. Doing my best, Jared. (laughs) All right. We will have another conversation in the very near future about all the other stuff that we need to talk about because there, there's more here. Room for more. Again, roomformorefest.org. This is At The Table.